Does any part of you worry that this is an abuse of our power, using the podcast feed like this? Would this not be a bit like Connor and Willa asking to go on ATN to promote her play? Is that in essence what we're doing here? No, because Connor and Willa didn't invent ATN. And we inv- we are using this podcast, and we invented the podcast. So you said it's more like Logan going on ATN to, say, promote the cruise line. Yes, exactly like that. Well, I'm sure that, that would turn out well. Do you want to welcome people? Hi. How have you been? How have we been? Here's the truth. You've asked us to do this because you have something that you want to let people know about. Yeah. I'm going up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and my producers were like, you need to be pushing some tickets more. And so this is our attempt to do that. So more typically, what people would do would be to go and be a guest on some big big existing podcasts that have a a large audience. (laughs) And then at the end of it, the people who host Fill in the Blank podcast are like, yeah, you guys, um, check Sarah out. You can go see her at the Fringe. She's going to be on at 7... but, but those, invita- those invitations those, haven't been forthcoming. Those, and I, you know what I was going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't have those kind of connections. And I thought, actually, I have exactly those connections. <laughs> and I still haven't been invited on anywhere. So here we are. We're defibrillating this just briefly to tell you about Sarah's Edinburgh show, which is called Hard Feelings. It's on at the Pleasance, which you, if you've ever been to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, it's the epicentre of comedy in Edinburgh. And you're on at the Pleasance upstairs with a show called Hard Feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever go and see a comedy show based on a dry description of it. So I'm not going to say to you, why no. don't you tell everyone what's in the show? But it'll be funny. You cover the stuff of life. Yeah, and I would say that generally anyone who's listened to this podcast, if I strike you as more delightful than grating, you're probably going to like me doing this stand-up hour. But presumably there will also be some people who find me really charming in this context and then see the show and think it's kind of crappy. Is there any way we can legitimately say, if you love Succession, you'll love this? Absolutely not. (laughs) Right? There's no way. But I work hard. I've worked hard on it. Is that a good sell? I think think so. I don't know. I also always, we've discussed this, you know, privately amongst us. Anytime anybody is ever like, you guys, just want to remind you, I'll be up at the fringe at such and such a date, da-da-da-da-da. I'm proud of this show. Feeling good about these previews and really excited to just show you guys what I've been working on. And I, I feel like someone is telling me that, they, that they're into cannibalism. Like, that's how insane to me it is that someone would be like, I'm excited to, I'm terrified. It's possibly dog shit, but I have to do it. Self-confidence is very suspect when it manifests publicly. Quiet confidence, maybe. I'm really excited for everyone to see this new thing I've been working on. Well, then I think you're a moron. So I hope that my self-loathing instills confidence in you, the listener, in the product I've created. No one has ever gone and seen a show because they've heard the comedian saying, yeah, it's kind of a sideways look at life. Oh, my Um, God. You hear somebody on a thing, you think, oh, I like them. You find out that they're on somewhere, you go and have a look at what they do on stage. And hopefully that's what we're asking people to do if they're at the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm -hmm. To justify the fact that, like you too did some years ago, we are spamming your phone. Oh my God, we're you doing? I thought we could also just rattle through some succession stuff quickly. 
Because there is succession news. Sometimes we'll get sent little nuggets and I'm never that interested. Because you want to be surprised by it as it, it happens. Well, yes. And I, what is it? It's like I, I obsess about the details only once I've seen the finished product, which is slightly different from wanting to be surprised. Right. I want to see the beautifully crafted finished thing. And maybe afterwards, I wouldn't mind having a look in the sketchbook and seeing how they did it. Yes. But the sketchbook before I see the finished painting is less interesting. Yes. Samesies. All that being said, let's just rattle through some of the news. Okay. HBO have put out a synopsis for Series 4. It reads, In the 10-episode Season 4, which means we're getting 10, not 9, like the time <gasps> that we did last time round. Did they ever tell us why we only got 9? I can't I'm remember anymore. pandemic-related, right? Pandemic-related. The sale of media conglomerate Waystar Royco to tech visionary... Lucas Matson moves ever closer. The prospect of this seismic sale provokes existential (gasps) angst and familial division among the Roys as they anticipate what their lives will look like once the deal is completed. A power struggle ensues as the family weighs up a future where their cultural and political weight is severely curtailed. Great. I feel excited. What that synopsis tells us is more of the same, but with enough of a motor to keep keep the thing moving. Great. Yeah, which is all you want, isn't it? It. Yep. Uh, I know that Georgia Pritchett, who's one of the writers, tweeted back in April that they'd almost finished the scripts. Mm-hmm. Industry papers were reporting that filming began at the end of June. And then the other day, somebody sent me a, a clip on social media. It was from a camera phone. It was, an, it was an onlooker, and they'd managed to capture some of the filming on the streets of New York. Interestingly, lots of people standing around. Now, you lived in New York for a long time. Mm-hmm. We live in London. Mm-hmm. These are both cities where nobody wants to be yeah. that person standing around watching a TV show being filmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you not do you not think that Succession yeah, is exactly the show that a New for. Yorker would stop for? Yeah, 100%. When I used to wait tables, there was this waitress and like celebrities would come in with some regularity and you knew you just could never sort of do anything other than wait on them somewhat normally. And there's this one waitress who would not abide by those rules. I can't remember who the actor was, but it was someone who was on one of those like CSI, let's say CSI Miami. And I just remember another waiter coming up to me and being like, oh my God, Ginny just walked past table 42 and went, CSI Miami, what up, what up? (laughs) (laughs) CSI Miami, what up, what up? <laughs> so funny. Uh, so she is the person who, if Brian Cox was dining in there, she would shout, Fuck off! What up, what up? <laughs> oh my God, I want to tell... Well, it doesn't matter. Go on. So we were somewhat recently out with a friend of yours who has a public-facing job. I think you could go as far as to say he's known as a comedian. And... um. You and this friend came to a show of mine and someone who worked there started to say like, how do I know you? And I was like, okay, this is about to turn into a whole thing. So I sort of abandoned the two of you to whatever this awkward conversation was going to be. And then I found out from you after the fact that what wound up happening was she went, how do I know you? How do I know you? And the friend went, I work in comedy. So maybe And then she went, no, I think I fucked you at the, didn't I fuck you at the Edinburgh Fringe? And your friend went, not that I remember. But that is a good advert for the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, my God. The kind of debauchery that a person I might know. encounter. It's, it's just shame that I only started going to it once I knew you. <laughs> it's it's debauch like Tom's stag do. Remember the coming in your mouth and then spitting it back into the guy's mouth? I'm describing What it is that called? That's got to be a thing. Who does that? No judgment on you if you do it. Can I do an impression of Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City? Yes. 
This guy has the funkiest tasting spunk. That was really good. That's the the C plot of that show is that she's dating this guy who um whose spunk tastes bad. I'm dating this guy. And then Carrie goes, Can we cancel my rice pudding? Thanks. I think you should do a podcast where you just describe what happens in Sex <gasps> of the City. Oh my god. And I then should. Carrie says. And then Carrie says. <laughs> 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 and then <laughs> oh my god yeah i should do that with that that could be my podcast now having said that you and i don't really have appetite for spoilers can i show you a couple of videos well they're just little yeah, things yeah, with it, someone's done it. with a camera phone so this was posted on the 15th of july maybe you can tell us what, what you're saying okay so it's a tiktok video <gasps> Oh, I do feel excited. Uh, a car is approaching. Oh, what's what's that character's name? Carrie. Carrie. It's Logan. Oh, my God. This is so fun. <gasps> and Colin. Okay. That was ex- that was fun to watch. Okay. So. A big black car and Colin and Logan and Carrie. Get out of it Get, and walk. And walk. Are they the actors walking? Are they the characters walking? At I that think point? that was the actors walking. Uh-huh. I don't know why that was so fun. I thought it was going to be so stupid. Carrie didn't look pregnant. Uh-huh. Some women are that like is... seven months and don't look pregnant. Yeah. Whereas I look pregnant at 10 weeks. And how did you feel about seeing your boy Colin? I think I'm done with Colin. Oh, no. What happened? I don't know what happened. I just think... I don't think there's anyone in that show at the moment that I'm really because, perving on. I know them all head. too It's because well. it's not in your head. And maybe it's just that now that I've spoken directly to Jesse, no big deal. <laughs> but like, I, I do think I only have space for him. Mm-hmm. In terms of desire. Because your Kieran Culkin crush took a hit when he uh, when he hosted Saturday Night Live. That, that Yeah, that wasn't for me. Was that to do with the wrist? He was it wearing was a every, bracelet. I was bothered by a few different factors. <laughs> you know what I didn't like about that opening monologue? And our friend Nish Kumar told me this phrase. Kieran Culkin proved himself to be a wife guy. Now, a wife guy is a guy who loves his wife and loves to talk about it. This is, there's a word for this, isn't there? What? Uxorious. Uxorious. Yes. Ux- I think I've, I've said Uxuri- it. Ux- Uxuri. I can't Ux- even say it. Yeah. Uxurious. Ux- My wife, I love you. I just, I hate when men talk about loving their wives. It makes me feel physically sick. I would never do that. Never, never. Back to, uh, back to this little video, though. If that is just them as the actors and they weren't in character, we weren't watching a take. Yeah. Brian Cox, I thought, did, did look a bit. He looks grumpy. grumpy. He looked yeah, grumpy he like grumpy. Logan looks grumpy. But I don't think he is on set. So maybe it was. I, I don't know. Maybe they were in character. Speaking of whether or not uh, actors are in character between oh, takes. Oh, God. Here comes the other video. Now, this, this was uh, also on social media. It was a, a, a Twitter account called Succession Brazil hmm. that tweeted this. And once again, it is camera phone footage from the streets of New York. I'm going to turn it around and you can tell us what we see. Okay, it's... People walking. Oh, it's Shiv. That was Shiv, obviously, with the hair. Oh, that's Jeremy Strong. He's just walking like Kendall. He's just walking like Kendall. Is that Roman? Yeah. So interesting. He's such a tiny person, Kieran Culkin, or so I imagine. But in this photo, 
He doesn't look teeny tiny. He doesn't. He almost he's, he's almost got a Logan like yeah. He almost with the shoulders like, I, from I behind. I thought based on the stance and stuff that it was Colin, but okay, so it's the Sibs. It's almost all the Sibs. You're forgetting somebody who really doesn't like to be forgotten in this context. Look who's there, Connor. Looks great. Doesn't he, he looks so good. A nice navy blue, well tailored oh, he looks suit. Good. Great glasses. Good haircut. Good facial hair. And in the video, it appears to be between takes and you see Jeremy Strong just walking up and down. My question is, is he walking like Kendall or does Jeremy Strong walk like that? Oh, he's walking like Kendall. I'm sure Jeremy Strong doesn't walk like that. So as part of his method, he's walking up and down. I think it's unfair to make fun of I'm not making fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. Not only because of this point that everyone makes, it's like you can't really make fun of anything when the end product is as good as it is. But also because I walked up into the loft today so that we could do this. You were in a bad mood. You've got a lot on your plate. But you wanted me in the right headspace. So you sprung upon me that we were going to sing karaoke together in our loft just as a way of resetting my mood because you want someone to feel a certain way when they're giving a thing. You made me sing a Yazoo song to just shift me a little bit. And all Jeremy Strong is doing is the same thing. He's yeah, like, absolutely. if I do my, if I just stay in my walk, then I don't have to constantly some people turn the ignition key and off they go. Other people, you need a bit of a run-up, and that's his run-up. It's, it's his it's little run-up. I think everyone right now just wants us to sing for them. Which we can't do this for copyright the... reasons. Oh, can't God. Can't do it for copyright reasons. Uh, yeah. mess. Oh, and actually, another bit of information I have is karaoke-related. Go on. There's a casting call-out for background artists, which is the modern term for extras, Yeah. for a scene they're shooting for Succession next week in Brooklyn in a karaoke bar. My question oh my is, which character would you most like to see sing karaoke? So we, we can take Kendall off the table because of the Billy Joel honesty. That's happened. Well, in a, in a way, I think we can take Shiv off the table because we saw her do her freedom dance. Remember when she did oh, yeah, her yeah, freedom yeah, yeah, dance? Yeah, yeah. That to me, I mean, it was so amazing, but it showed who Shiv is when she does karaoke. Yes. Wait, so the question is, who would I most like to yes. do it with or just get to, to be to, a to fly see, on the get, wall? Yeah. What was the name of the PR who I hated? Comfrey. Here's my dream scenario. She like goes to do some karaoke and like, because she's like really pretty. Like Comfrey's like always paid attention to. So she's like so ready to get up and be the girl who's like, whatever. Like just like do a little karaoke. It's not a big deal. But because she can't truly hold a room, you just watch the room like excited because the hot girl is on stage. And then it everyone just starts, starts talking, talking and goes to the bar. Because she can't, can't hold oh, the that's room. That's good. That's good. That's, that's what good. I would like to see. How about you, Carl? Joe, I'd love if if Carl had a really beautiful but very high singing voice. Says <laughs> 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 like so Susan funny. Boyle or something. Like yeah, that's that. so funny. Uh, of course, we'd never never see Logan do karaoke because see, Logan no. is in, in, it's it's off the table even yeah. as an option, and he's incapable of a loss of control. Hmm. Like me. And maybe a bit like Roman as well. But with Roman, it's almost this sort of painful self-awareness and not wanting to make himself be vulnerable. So he, he just has to be cynical the whole time. That's why I was so sad at the end of season oh, three when no. he was like, basically like, Daddy, Daddy. Oh, don't. But we've come to, actually, in the time since the end of series three, we've we've come to view that micro moment with him and Jerry is a bit less depressing than we initially thought it was. There was something that J. Smith Cameron said about how she felt she was playing it that made the interpretation less grim. 
And it wasn't like you've imagined everything, Roman, and you have no one really who loves you. It was like... It's more like there's no other move at this point. There's no other move at this point, but I see you and I got you. Yeah, which uh, I think somebody tweeted that and then she yeah. either liked it or retweeted yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, She's thought, like, this, this. It was something like she retweeted it with the with the quote tweet, this. Something like that. Yeah. So we've come to view that moment as a bit less bleak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although on on the subject of that episode... Of course, there's that standout scene with the three siblings. Oh, my God. How long into season four before that information that Kendall shared with Shiv and Roman, Um, how long before that is weaponized? Don't know. How many series is this show? Six? Jesse Armstrong said it might be four. Jesse, what about our podcast, buddy? (laughs) Jesse! I think he's going to give us five. We'll see. I think we're owed five series or seasons, as we say in America. Mm. What I want to know is is when is it coming? Yeah. It's a bit like if you're ever waiting for a bus or the London Underground. If you're on the platform, you have no information. You start to spiral. It makes you anxious. Mm -hmm. Even if you look up there and it says 11 minutes. You can be, oh, Jesus Christ, 11 minutes. But, you've, you, but you know. You feel like, even though it doesn't change anything materially, you know. You know. So, so the, the, the best I can give you on that, mm-hmm. I think, is HBO have said that they want it out in time for submission for Emmys season next year. Which, which would means... mean the 31st of May of 2023. What I'm not clear on is whether the first episode of a series needs to have aired by then or if the whole run the whole 10 episodes need to be over and done with by then so then if you were going to win a million pounds if you guessed mm. the release date what would you guess april yes. april 1st yes you think it's com- we're gonna let's commit to april well, no, let's because we don't know what day of the week that is do we let's count backwards from the 31st so one two three four five six seven eight nine oh maybe it's march the 27th Honey, you don't know what date the 27th of March is. I don't. It's a significant milestone in our relationship. Was it the first time one of us broke wind in front of the other? I think I think we had sex for the first time on the 27th of March. It's either the 27th or the 29th. What was going on the 28th? I don't know, but I just I can feel that it was an odd number, not an even. You can feel that. Right now, my fantasy is that everyone listening to this is going, her brain's so interesting that it knows that it's an odd number. <laughs> So I, I, I think that might 27th be... 27th of March. That could be a realistic date. Okay. I think that brings us on to the other bit of Succession news, which I think people will have read that it is the most nominated show at this year's Emmys. Mm-hmm. 25 nominations. What else are they going to nominate in they a put way? In th- I know, know for a fact that HBO put in 38 submissions. And it got 25 out of 38. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel that they should have got 38 out of 38. We have been watching Better Call Saul and I'm not going to do a podcast about Better Call Saul, but holy shit, that show is insane as well. Well, this is interesting, actually, because its big nomination is, of course, Outstanding Drama Series, and we've watched most, but not all of them. What are the other nominees? So the other nominees are Better Call Saul, Ozark. Come on. It, it's not in the same league. I don't know what else to tell you. This is them. They're, they're filling. It's filler. <laughs> if Succession and Better Call Saul are up for it, Everything else is filler. Do you want to hear the rest? Yeah, I do. But I already, if Ozark is in there, which I think is solid, but there's no way it even competes. Severance. 
good, but it doesn't compete. It's very stylistically original. Yeah, I think Severance is a solid TV show, but like I can watch a comedian and think, that's good. Oh, that was a really, yo, wow, that was a really fun hour. That doesn't mean that they're Chris Rock. Stranger Things? Here's all I'll say about Stranger Things. We haven't really watched it. We watched the first series and then enjoyed it. Yeah, but it's just, this is filler. I'm sorry, I don't know. keep I think, going. I think Stranger Things is having a huge cultural moment. That's fine. But the thing is, it's having a huge cultural moment off the back of one season. And it's children, keep going. Euphoria, which we haven't watched. Okay. I don't, yeah, Squid okay. Game, which we haven't watched. Yeah, that's like about, okay, fine. And a show that you liked a lot more than I did, even though I enjoyed it, Yellow Jackets. I loved Yellow Jackets. And there's no way it belongs in a category with Succession or Better Call Saul. Should I be put on a committee? <laughs> Can I be on a committee? There's no way anybody wins other than Succession or Better Call Saul. Can we even get the Emmys over here? Would we I'm stay sure up you on- can't you do whatever you want, but you kind of have to stay up really late. What you've just described there is what a child thinks being an adult is like. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the Emmys covered. And as we peter out towards some kind of an ending, uh, our prediction working backwards from the Emmys deadline next year, assuming that all 10 episodes have to have aired by then, is that the latest possible return date for succession is the 27th of March. Great. 27th of March. That's our prediction. And your Edinburgh show is called Hard Feelings. Yeah. It's on at the Pleasance Upstairs. 7.15 every single day. Between the 3rd and the 29th of August, except the 17th. When the reviews come in, I don't want to be like Connor with the iPad as the reviews of Willis Play Sands come in on the yacht and then you see it and throw it overboard. If that moment happens, then I'll have to do some deep meditation where I try to remember my mother's life philosophy, which is that everything is okay as long as you don't have cancer on that day. Does that extend to any other illnesses? Cancer covers a big percentage. I think there are others. Of course there are others, but we need a word. And if Sarah's show isn't quite enough on its own in isolation to nudge you to Edinburgh, it is a one hour and nine minute train journey from Dundee. So you could go see Logan's hometown. Oh. And the site of the big gala dinner, which I think is the V&A. Oh my God, this is such a great tie-in, honey. Yeah. Also, Logan's favourite football team, Hibs, are an Edinburgh team. And on the 7th of August, they're going to be playing against Hearts, which is the team that Roman mistakenly bought for Logan. Oh, my God. Who were for a while. They had Waystar Royco sponsored shirts. This is incredible. People can get so much succession stuff by coming to Edinburgh for a day. And also, just, just specifically in the world of comedy and comedians and the Edinburgh Fringe, I think if you enjoy succession... And you really like the the narcissism and the backbiting and people on manoeuvres trying to seize a crown. Oh, my God. It's the perfect metaphor for the fringe. All right. We've taken enough of your time. Thank you for tolerating this little... uh, Bit of self-promotion is what it is. This little interjection. And we will be back before series four. Yes, this is the thing we almost forgot and it's the whole thing. To fill in the blanks, we're going to do TBD, but some kind of rewatch of seasons one and two. Hopefully so that when you decide, as we will inevitably do, when they announce when season four comes out, we will go, okay, well, that's a great excuse to rewatch seasons one to three in anticipation. And so if you decide to join us in that journey, 
there'll be some podcasts for you to dip into as well. Let's get out of these people's ears. We've Leave outstayed our welcome. We've overstayed. Fuck off! <laughs>